Hello, everybody. We're back with Cast from the Crypt, the podcast all about Tales from the Crypt and other hilariously horrifying things. I am your host, as always, CJ Roby, and I am watching all of these episodes for the very first time. I have never seen this show before, so I'm uh, making a podcast about it, and I'm watching all of them, and it's a good time. It's a real good time. The... Uh, Season two is just ranching up the hilariousness of this show. Season one was like, we got it. We got the gist. Hey, it's a it's a moral tale about uh, about people doing shitty things and then getting their comeuppance. But <laughs> season two is just all about just wacky shit. Just straight up the wackiest, dumbest tales that they can find, and I'm here for it. Episode 3 is no different. Episode 3 is honestly, it's the wackiest one so far. Like, it's, it's it's a story about two guys who just don't know when to fucking quit. Like, they just don't know when to put the cards down. So, season two, episode three is Cutting Cards, released April 21st, 1990, just like the, uh, just like the other three episodes. This was, this was three episodes back to back for the return of the season. They, they really did it. They're just like, hey, you wanted some Tales from the Crypt, you got a bunch of it. See, and and now these days, these days we wait for we wait a whole year between half of one season to get our shows. God, ugh, ugh. All right, so before we get into the episode proper, we're gonna do what we always do, and we're gonna do top five episode credits. I wait, what what is this? Hold on a second. Hey, Goulian! Goulian! What do you want? Goulian, there's only three credits here. There's there's only th- This is top five credits. There's only- Why'd you only give me three? Why don't you do the research and then you can tell me how to do my job? God damn it, Goulian. Alright, well then, it's, it's top three credits for the episode. Alright, top three credits. They're not even in order. Whatever. Okay, fine. Number three. Number three is Lance Henriksen, our star of the show. He plays the main character, Reno. And uh, I didn't recognize him under all that uh, cowboy gear. But uh, if you've got better eyes than me, you might notice that he is the guy who played Bishop in Aliens, he was the robot who, uh, spoiler alert, saves Ripley and isn't evil like the other one. Uh, but, yeah, he's, and he's like, I, I didn't realize just how much horror that dude is in. Looking up at his IMDB credits, he is all over the horror movies. Honestly, check out his IMDB page, you'll, you'll find a lot of cool stuff in there. 
He also uh, had a small part in Terminator. He did, like, he did a bunch of horror and action movies, which is pretty cool. But uh, speaking of aliens, we actually have, like, a lot of the crew on this episode in particular worked on aliens. It's it's kind of weird. It's a it's a big shared connection through uh, the crew for this episode. Alright, number two. Number two is John R. Leonetti, the cinematographer for this episode. This is another big horror guy. Honestly, he's he's a he's got his hands on a lot of really good uh, horror stuff. This guy's the cinematographer behind both the Conjuring and the Insidious series. Like, I'm pretty sure most of the Conjuring movies, and I know all of the Insidious movies, were were shot by this guy. So he's 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 in the horror game. He also did the cinematography for Child's Play three. So he's been in the horror game and also <laughs> fun fact he did uh he did the cinematography for the mortal Kombat movie which i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure the mortal Kombat movie has been in the top five list uh at least at least one time now so you know we're, we're just gonna keep it rolling on uh on mortal Kombat. i hope everybody in that movie ended up working on a tales of the crypt at some point and then finally, our top slot today, our number one credit of the episode is James Horner, who did the music for the episode. James Horner is, uh, honestly, he's the composer for some of the biggest movies ever. And also uh, a couple of really weird ones. He was the composer for Aliens, which, like I said, we got a bunch of Aliens connections in this episode. He also... Did some music for just some absolute childhood bangers, which is Casper. I mean, look, the music for Casper is great. And Pagemaster. Does anybody here remember the fucking Pagemaster? I saw this on his credits and I was like, whoa, I forgot all about this movie. <laughs> the fucking Pagemaster. And... This fool did the music. This guy is the musical genius behind both Avatar and Titanic. Like I said, biggest movies of all time. This guy is hitting the soundtrack for. So, yeah, you deserve the top slot today, James. All right, everybody. I've got to go collect some money from some anonymous companies so that I can keep the show free for you by giving them some ad space. So, hang tight. Cast in the Crypt will be right back after these messages. Hello, I am Igor. Do you want a new face? New body? Come to Dr. Bratislava. He will make you new. He will switch your face to another one. He said I could get a new face if I record this ad and get someone down here to be a donor so come sign up for a new face for igor and become new igor yes you will like it as the doctor's assistant you get to wear a cool bandage over your face i really like it and i 
would happily trade my face for yours. So come down to Dr. Bratislava. Plastic surgery for your face. Give Igor your face. Igor wants your face. Give Igor your face. Oh man, that sounds good. And I support whatever it is that just happened. All right, so it's episode time. Episode three of season two, Cutting Cards. It opens with the Crypt Keeper playing cards. Uh, I, I don't even, I mean, he might be playing poker. He's got the whole, like, dealer getup with the little vest and the visor. So he, he might be just dealing poker hands to himself. Who knows what this creepy fool does in his spare time. It's not like he has friends. Although, I mean, he's probably really good at poker because he must have a, a amazing poker face. He barely even has a face to read. The, the writing for Crypt Keeper is pretty good in this episode, and I'm I'm honestly very upset because I, I... Listen, I don't like learning things from the Crypt Keeper, okay? Uh, he, he makes a joke about the Marquis de Sade, and uh, I was like, who the fuck? What is that? So I looked him up. And he's he's literally the dude that we got the word sadist from. He, he was just some some like poet and rapist. I, I it's it was horrible. Don't don't read about him. He's he's a bad man, and I'm glad he's dead. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, it. So he he's got he's got some good jokes. He's got some good jokes today. Uh, it. The, the episode, he, he opens it up. Nothing, like, else crazy happens. You know, fucking Arnold doesn't bust in and start talking a bunch of shit or anything like that. It's, it's nothing really interesting happens. I, I was just blown away by, by that joke. But anyway, the episode begins with the Sonic the Hedgehog casino theme. I... I it's it's just like some weird ass song that's just a, a nonsense blend of synthesized saxophone and offbeats. I I couldn't tell what was up from down in that song. The the camera looks at uh, the casino and then this cowboy steps into frame and walks into the casino. Yeah, a cowboy walks into a casino. And if that sounds like the start of a really bad joke, it is. But the the joke is great. <laughs> it is it is a setup to a pretty great joke. But that's at the end of the episode. Uh, the this guy this guy's name is Reno, Reno Cerviche or whatever the fuck his name was. I I don't remember. It, it was it was something. He talks to he talks to a waitress and she's like, "Oh, hey Reno, haven't seen you around in these parts." He's like, "Where's the high rollers table? I'm I'm looking to I'm looking to win big." And uh, she she says, "Oh, well, no one uses it anymore other than uh, other than Sam Forney. You know Forney, right?" And he's like, "Ah, uh, I know Forney, all right. Uh, damn it." Uh. So he goes to get a drink. And uh, he talks to the bartender a little bit, who uh, has a certain look. He, th you know, this bartender kind of looks like he's a out of work mad scientist picking up a, a bartending job for some extra cash. 
because he can't swap people's faces. And this bartender is, like, super creepy. I don't know what is up with Roy Brocksmith, but he just can't do anything in a non-creepy fashion. <laughs> but uh, he, he recognizes Reno, too, and he talks about Reno... Uh, winning 50 grand off of a South American dictator off of one hand. And it's like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm hella cool. I'm the best. And uh, after he's done talking to the bartender, he looks over and sees Forney, sees Sam over here, just just like in a, in a weird closed-off area just playing solitaire by himself. <laughs> I don't know why he would go to a casino just to hang out and play solitaire, but you know what? Hey, look, I'm, I'm not a gambler. I don't know how they think. Reno goes over there just to, I guess, go talk some shit. They're not friends. Like, they obviously hate each other, but uh, he goes in there and... And he's like, oh, you're sitting alone? He's like, oh, yeah, no one really comes over here anymore. Beat out all of your buddies. I kicked everyone's ass. And yeah, no one could stand up to my style. And uh, they just, they're just talk, they're just going back and forth, talking a bunch of shit. Reno, Reno's like, oh, yeah, I, you, you must have forget. Your brain must be broken. Forgot that 10 grand I got off of you. And he's like, oh, yeah, I was driving your car. Is that why your wife left you? Because you lost that car, bitch? <laughs> and and like I was with Reno. Reno was about to beat the shit out of this dude for bringing his wife into the shit talk. But you know what? Uh, Reno Reno gets Reno gets talked into playing some cards. <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't jump over the table. He ends up sitting down. Uh, he's like, oh nobody nobody laughs at me. I'll, I'll show you. And Sam's like, oh, yeah, everybody's laughing at you, you fucking cowboy wannabe bitch ass. And he's just going off on him. Reno sits down, and he's like, oh, all right, all right, you want to fucking play? You want to play, huh? I got a 100 bucks in my pocket right now. Let's go. Let's throw down the cards. And uh, and Sam's like, nah, 100 bucks, that don't mean shit. You and me, we're playing for who stays in this town. We're about to we're about to draw hands, and loser has to pack up their bags. You gotta get out of here. And he's like, "All right, all right, cool." And throws all of his cards away. He's like, "Yeah, I I prefer dice. You can pick up your cards on your way out." So they're rolling, they're rolling dice to see who beats it. Uh, Reno rolls first, and he gets double sixes, and it's Sam's Sam's gone. Sam's Sam's finished, he's over, credits roll, and everything's good. Now, Sam goes, and he also gets double sixes. And, like, alright, so, uh, this, this other guy, I, I forgot his name. The guy who's not Lance Hendrickson. The guy who wasn't a robot. Oh, man, his acting through this is really great. It's, it's fantastic. Every time he's on, like, the losing side, just look at this dude's face. <laughs> like, he's, he's so, he's so good at, at getting fucked over. So, yeah, they both get that role, and Reno's like, ah, you know what? You know what? I'm tired of this. You, you want to throw down? You want to throw down? Let's do it. <laughs> like, he... I don't know if he's Canadian or something, but his, 
there's some sort of accent that just slips in there real hard when he's delivering that line. It's pretty great. Like, you you definitely gotta look. You gotta watch that scene. It's it's hilarious. <laughs> uh, he challenges him, and it's it's the it's the big one. They're going for it. Russian roulette. That's the, the we're not we're not playing for you to skip town anymore. We're playing for your damn life. We're I don't I don't want you to move out of my city. I want you to move out of my entire mortal coil. So Reno, yeah, Reno's just talking a bunch of shit, and Sam's like, "All right, you know what? I'll go get my gun from my car. We'll we'll do it. Have it your way." Then they're just out in the parking lot. Sam goes and grabs his gun and he's like holding it up to his face like he's got some bullshit planned. He's just all menacing with it. And they're just about to they're just about to do it right there in the parking lot. They're like, whatever, who cares? Someone I, I, one of us isn't going to care that my that our brains was just blown out. And then the other one is just like, oh, well, what, what are you going to do? Witnesses saw him blow his own brains out. I didn't do anything. So, so Sam goes first, and uh, he puts the gun to his head, click, nothing happens. So he passes the gun to Reno, talking all that shit. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, looks like, looks like I had it. You nervous, Reno, huh, huh? And Reno's like, shut up, you're distracting me, I need to think. And he's like, what do you need to think for? It's, it's all gonna be over here in just a second. So, Reno pulls it. And uh, he hands it back. He's like, oh, yeah, thinking's the fun part. All the anticipation about what it's going to feel like to get your brains splattered all over this parking lot. And if there's going to be anything afterwards or blah, blah, blah. And then he hands the gun back to Sam. So Sam goes for it. Click. Another miss. Hands the gun back to Reno. He's like, oh, yeah, my your odds are getting lower. And, uh, Reno, Reno just puts it to his head. He's like, I can beat these odds. I can beat these odds. Click. He beats the odds. Gun goes back to Sam. But before, before the next round can happen, some dude just drives into the parking lot. He's like, hey, I just leave my car here with you guys, right? You could park it. Ha <laughs> ha. And, uh... Reno's like, get the fuck out of here, bro. We're in the middle of something. He's like, hey, come on, man. Just park my car. And then uh, and then Sam comes and pulls the gun on him. He's like, my friend told you to get the fuck out of there. So that dude dips out. And then they look at each other. They look at each other like they're about to have, like, a buddy moment. Because, you know, he he's like, oh, yeah, you heard my friend. Get out of here. So I thought it was going to be like, oh, well, now they're friends. But uh, but no, no, not at all. They just they just continue. They keep going. So it's time for Sam to take his turn. He he shakes a little bit and he's just like, oh, God, oh, fuck. And, you know, it's it's one to one. Like it's it's either it's either having it or not. So he puts it to his head and click. Of course, he does not get it. Uh, you, you know, it wouldn't it wouldn't be good for the tension if they didn't get all the way to the last shot. But uh, he that that hammer clicks on nothing, and he's feeling himself. He's like, yeah, 
<laughs> Looks like I win, Reno. Oh, what were you saying about odds? Huh? It looks like your odds are all out, bro. It's a 100% chance for you to get shot straight in your dome. So go for it, man. Let's go. You, what are you, what are you, some sort of bitch? You, you just not going to do it? <laughs> and Reno takes it. He's like, all right, that's fine. You know what? Listen close, motherfucker, because these are my last words. I don't want to, no one is going to say that Reno uh, I forgot his last name, but no one's gonna say that Reno did not have the balls to shoot himself in the face in the middle of a parking lot, and so he shoots himself, but the bullet's a dud. It it hits, and nothing happens, and so Reno's pissed, of course. <laughs> uh, of course, of course, he's pissed to still be alive. He's like, good. You dirty cheater, you you got me. You knew it was going to be a blank. And Sam's over here just like, what are you talking about? You spun the chamber. You got the, you put the bullet in there. What are you talking about? I mean, yeah, it's, it's old ammo. You know, it might have gotten wet or something. And Reno's just like, ah, you're lucky that I'm an honest gambler. Otherwise, I wouldn't have known that you had the tables turned in your favor the whole time. He's like, dude, are you kidding me? <laughs> are you, You're really saying that I cheated right now? He's like, yeah. Yeah, you're, um, I'm not dead, so obviously you cheated. And Sam's like, all right, fine. We'll do this another way. We're going to play chop poker. And then it just cuts to them in a weird dark room with a dealer and I guess the dealer's bodyguards or something. Guys who were there to like make sure that they don't cheat or something. I don't know. They're just guys standing in the shadows watching the game too. So uh, they're they're back at the they're they're at the table and. They get their they get their cards, and uh, like I said, the the guy who plays Sam is fantastic. Look at his poker face when he gets his hand. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, they they draw their cards and they place down their hands. Sam has two pair, and Reno has three queens, triple ladies. So that means that Sam is gonna be losing a finger. That's that's what they're playing for. They're playing for body parts. Uh, I don't <laughs> I don't know why they would go from hey, all right, we're gonna it's it's gonna be a bet for instant death to all right, sweet, we're gonna play the most painful way to kill each other ever. Just there's I I don't I don't know I don't understand gamblers, bro. So Reno asks them, all right. What finger are you losing? And Sam goes for the pinky. So, that pinky's chopped. It is gone. It transitions to back to the dealer, dealing their hands up. He's shuffling the cards, and it just shows Sam with his bandaged-up hand. And Reno's like, oh, yeah, you're not going to be doing fancy card work like this anymore. He's like, shut the fuck up, Reno. <laughs> um... So they, they deal the next hand, and Sam loses again. Sam, lo Sam just can't get a break. 
So he loses his other finger. And Reno's just like, oh, yeah, you know what? I'm going to pickle all of your fingers, keep them as a souvenir. <laughs> and um, they're, they're, just, they're just going back and forth, just talking a whole bunch of shit. So next hand. Next hand comes out. They put it down. And it is in Sam's favor. Reno does not have it, which means that he's losing his pinky. And Reno immediately, Reno immediately is just like, wait, wait, hold on. All right, look. <laughs> hey, man, we don't have to do this. What? Why, why are we fighting? Come on, man. You, look, I'll even give you a pinky back. I'll give you one of your fingers back. All we got, all you got to do is just not chop mine off. <laughs> Sam's like, nah. No way, bro. It doesn't even hurt that bad, man. You'll see. You're about to be changing in those rodeo gloves for a pair of mittens. And just lays it down on him. And then it transitions again. You hear another shuffle of the cards by the dealer. And then it cuts into a hospital. And this lady's just doing hospital shit. And then the camera turns and you just see Reno and Sam at a checkers table with no arms or legs <laughs> just stare at each other down and uh, Reno's like making this weird clicking noise and I thought that they had chopped each other's tongues out by the end of it I was like damn these guys went all the way but uh no I was I was wrong uh Sam's just like hurry up and move and Reno's like, oh, okay, you want me to move? Come on, king me, bitch. Yeah, that's right, Reno, let's go. And he's like, oh, oh, you think you're clever, Reno? Well, you just left yourself open to my trap. <laughs> so their rivalry's still going strong, even though they've, they're completely limbless now. And it closes on, it closes on Sam asking, the, asking Reno to pass him their shared gum. I don't, I don't really know what that's all about, but, uh, yeah, and, and that's the, that's the end of the episode. It goes back to the crypt, and, oh, God, and, uh, it, it opens on, it opens on just a pan with fingers inside of it being fried, and, look, I'm not squeamish, alright, I, I'm doing a horror podcast for a reason, but, those those fingers look disgusting like it's that's if if anything has truly like sickened me in this show like the crypt keeper said it would then it was those fingers because i was like you who whoever is in the props department for these fingers did a great job and i hate them for it but uh yeah he's he's frying up these fingers and uh, and even his closing section, even his closing section is, is great. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna read it verbatim because it's, it's just that good. Like, like I said, whoever was writing for Crypt Keeper in this episode was absolutely on point. So, all right. So Crypt Keeper goes, I've heard of giving someone the finger, but this is ridiculous. But at the risk of going out on a limb, I've got to hand it to Crevice and Forney. That's his fucking name. They'd do anything to elbow their way to the top. And it's 
you know, it's corny as fuck, but I was like, damn, the this was, it was a good one. In fact, you know what? I, I you know, we found our final two credits for, for top five credits. It's, it's the prop guy who did the fingers and whoever wrote the Crypt Keepers intro and outro today. Yes, we did it. This is the season two. I, every episode of season two so far, I've said it, but season two is amazing. Like season two so far is just, is just great. Like, hopefully it's not like these three episodes came out and then everything else just went to shit because these were the premiere ones. I, I hope that this quality goes throughout the entire season. All right. So that's the episode. So let's, uh, let's take a gamble on whether or not the comic was as good as the show. It's time for comic versus show. Alright, so source material for this episode is Tales from the Crypt 32, another Tales from the Crypt episode that's not like Crypt of Terror or anything like that. Uh, and I mean, I I wonder if we're going to be getting any other of the uh, original comic titles in there, because I mean, we already had a shocking suspense story. Uh, I forgot which episode it was, but yeah, that was... That was uh, pretty recent, so you know though they just they just like to jump all over the place. But this is from the actual comic Tales from the Crypt, and it's a Crypt Keeper's story. Uh, at least he's at least he's not over here stealing stories from his co-hosts like the bastard he is. So the comic is a little more contained than uh than the episode itself uh the the comic is pretty much just two guys in a room yelling at each other while in the show they're like their whole thing is like spilling out onto the street and they like scare a dude off and all this other shit so uh yeah the the comic the comic is just sam and reno well Okay, in the the first change in the comic their names aren't sam and reno it's gus and lou uh, they they changed Gus to Sam, and they changed Lou to Reno, but uh, they're in I don't know where they are. I think they're in Gus's office. I think that's what we're supposed to believe because uh, Gus pulls the gun out from his drawer instead of from his car. So I I, I assume that they're just at Gus's house or some shit. But uh, and which which leads the the question for me just like why would you want to why would you want to do this in your office and then like even if you do survive just have to clean up the brains of this dude that you just played russian roulette with in your fucking office but you know what hey hey you know i'm not a rich powerful gambler type so i don't know how they live their lives so the story starts off uh, the, the very first thing that you see in the comic is kind of a flash forward to, uh, I, it's one of them. I don't know. It's probably Reno to Reno just coming at Gus with that butcher knife. Uh, and then it's just like, oh, well, hmm. How did these fellas get here? Well, it all started. Well, no, it's not an all started sort of thing. They're just, it just kind of gives the background that these guys fucking hate each other. And now they're here sitting right in front of each other talking. 
and uh, they get right to betting their lives. There's no, there's no like, ah, if you, if you win, I'll, you get out of town. Hey, this town ain't big enough. Well, no, actually, they do say this town ain't, ain't big enough for the both of us. But uh, no, it's, it's not you, you lose and you skip town. It's, I'm tired of you being here. We're both hella, we're both hella stupid. Let's, you know what? You're dying right here. One of us is going to die right here in this office. So, uh, they, they bet their lives on cards. They're like, all right, cool. I'm, I'm fine with that. High card, uh, just gets killed, I guess. <laughs> just dies. Uh, and they, they spread the cards on the table they both pick up a card. It's aces. They got two aces, so they ended up in a draw. And then they're just like, ah, you know what? Forget this. Let's do this like real men. Russian roulette. So, yeah, Gus gets his gun. Um, instead of instead of doing the whole thing where Reno takes the gun, Gus just loads a bullet in there and then gives him the gun and then he spins it. And then it's it's all good. So the the roulette round is like really quick. It's just uh it's just one after another. Bang 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 bang. Well, click click click. Since uh there's no they're not like shit talking each other in the middle of it. They're not just like <laughs> well well looks like looks on my side. You wanna give up? You wanna? Oh, you can smell that gunpowder on your temple, huh? <laughs> yeah, none of none of all that shit. <laughs> it's just it's just one after another, and then. The gun still gets jammed, so they still end up playing chop poker, and uh, there's there's no there's no dealer. I'm pretty sure that they just stay in the same place. They get they both call doctors, which uh, gave me a, a big insight. I was like, oh, who who are those? It 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 made me realize that the two guys that were just standing in the dark room just all ominously were the doctors i didn't even i it didn't even cross my mind so gus still loses the first the first hand but he only loses once it's he loses and then reno loses and then they just keep going back and forth it's not he doesn't lose the he doesn't lose twice at the beginning and reno being like oh wait no no hold on this this ain't right. He doesn't beg. They just they just go one after another, and uh, that's it. And then they just end up limbless and well. It it shows you a little bit more. Well, no, it it doesn't really show you more. It just it just kind of uh, makes a point to be like, oh yeah, they just played all night long. Like it, they they never stopped going. It, as opposed to, you know, just, like, a chop, and then it just transitions to them just being in the hospital. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's really, those are the, those are the differences between the comic and the show. They just got right to it. They hated each other so much, and we were just in this snapshot of their relationship where they're just like, you know what? I'm finished with you. I am absolutely fed up. We're just gonna kill each other with games right now. So that's uh that's comic versus show for this week. And that brings us to Shriek of the Week. So the Shriek of the Week this time is a quiet place too. 
Oh shit, it got a sequel. Oh, John Krasinski's back in the director's seat. Jack Ryan himself, Mr. Awkward Jim, is uh, is directing once again. Uh, so I never I never actually watched A Quiet Place, but watching the trailer, well, okay, so I didn't watch the trailer either, but seeing the trailer coming out, I was just like, oh yeah, A Quiet Place. I'd, I forgot to actually like go and watch that movie. So I am going to watch the movie. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch it. I should have watched it for, like, this and did, like, a small review at the end of the show, but, uh, you know what, uh, I'm not that good at podcasting yet, so I don't think of these sorts of things, but that is, that is Shriek of the Week. I'm gonna watch Quiet Place, and then I'm gonna watch the trailer for two, and I'm gonna see if I'm hyped at all for it, because, you know, A Quiet Place was... It, it, everybody was like talking about it for a while, you know, that and bird box. And I didn't watch either of those. So, you know, who knows, but, uh, I'm, I'm sure it's good. And, uh, I'll, I'll figure it out here in just a little bit. All right. So that shriek of the week, go see, go back and watch, uh, I almost called it bird box. Go back and watch a quiet place and then, uh, go see number two in theaters. All right, everybody, that's it for me. Thank you once again for hanging out and listening to the Cast from the Crypt podcast. Go ahead and give it a five star on whatever whatever podcast thing that you're listening to, and it allows you to rank things by stars. Give this a five star. You know what? Even, even if you're just like listening to this in an Uber getting somewhere, Give the Uber driver five stars, and then under that, say, this five stars is actually meant for cast from the crowd. That's all I can ask from you guys. All right, everybody. I will see you next week. I am CJ Damoka on all social medias, CJ, D-A-M-O-C-H-A, and you can find me on Twitch playing a whole heap of dumb shit and being an idiot on there. All right, folks. Take it easy, and as always, stay spooky.